It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. And welcome in to the AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 5-4 in overtime. Maybe a little bit more difficult than it needed to be, but the Golden Knights skate away with two points. These two teams go at it again tomorrow night. Let's bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, to kind of break this one down here. And uh, Dan, you know, Oscar Dansk, we're going to start there. Obviously would have liked to have played that puck a little bit differently, but his teammates really come to bat for him in that overtime period. Yeah, listen, the Golden Knights end up winning the game in overtime, which is the matter of consequence when you consider that the Knights, when leading after the first period are 6-0, and when leading after, well, now they're 7-0, and when leading after uh, two periods, they're now 9-0, and Oscar Dance did the job he needed to do, which is allow his team to score first and keep the Sharks off the board in that opening period. Because we know, especially with the San Jose team that uh, has, you know, the that energy, the, the intensity against the Golden Knights, this is like one of the bigger games of the year. Like, they don't look like a playoff team. So if you're going to get up for a regular season game, it's going to be against the Knights. And that Vegas... Had a 2-0 lead after one, Smith and Stevenson score, but that dance kept them off the board. I think that's significant, and that the Knights then chased the starter, Martin Jones, early in the second, and you got to go to Devin Dubnik. And at that point, again, you have dance holding the fort. Power play goal changed the momentum uh, for Brent Burns, and then it was a matter of trying to hold on. And, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot that a goaltender does that, goes under the radar because it looks easy and simple and we're not paying too close attention to it and most of those things dance did well he did make a save in overtime by the way and uh yeah i mean couldn't you quibble here or there with with a couple of things you know the especially that last goal that uh, tied the game sure but for a guy who had not started a game or played in an nhl game in 501 days and has played only three pro games um, in a calendar year, I'd say that uh, Oscar Dansk uh, deserves credit for the win today in uh, more than uh, most <laughs> goaltenders would get credit in a 5-4 overtime win. The Golden Knights get two points without really getting going in this game. It really does speak to their resiliency, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and that they have offensive talent that can get the puck in the goal. I mean, Pacioretty admitted to Darren Millard that uh, he wasn't even trying to score on the shot that knocked Jones out of the game. But the early goal from Smith and the early goal from Stevenson were both impressive goals. The quick passing to finish off the goal for Smith, uh, the transition for Stevenson, like that's impressive. And uh, while the Knights uh, had those two first period goals, it was just two goals on six shots. And, uh, you know, there were other good chances that they had in this game. So, you know, like that's you got to you expect to score three, four five goals against a Sharks team that has the 30th ranked defense in the league. And part of that is faulty goaltending. But uh, there are plenty of other culprits in that regard. So yeah, resilient. Yes. Uh, opportunistic and taking advantage of a Sharks team that just gives up a ton of goals. They average average three point eight goals allowed per game. That's very bad 
Yeah, it's it's not ideal if you're the San Jose <laughs> Sharks. No, and and I mean, like we we heard about the storylines, right? Like we heard about Bob Bugner looking for a response. I didn't necessarily think that this game lacked for the physicality, but it maybe wasn't what I was expecting going into it. Yeah, but I mean, Dan, listen, I'm sorry, just to interrupt, Ryan. Just like. I'm not, not to call him a ringer, but Curtis Gabriel plays the game today. It's only yep. a second game of the year, and it's not a coincidence that it's against the Golden Knights. And it's almost like, hey, let's not let Evander Kane get too involved with Ryan Reeves or whatever. Uh, let's let Curtis Gabriel handle that stuff. And he's not doing anything. Like, he doesn't play for this team. But, oh, they're playing the Knights. Let's put him in the lineup. Um, and obviously has a fight with Reeves, and Gabriel's hand was badly bloodied, and Reeves won the fight. So... I, I, like, yes, Bugner's trying to get something going there. It obviously didn't work well enough. All right, Dan, as always, thank you for joining me here tonight, and we will get back with you tomorrow. Get some rest, buddy. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. We'll hang tight for just a minute as we expect Pete DeBoer to address the media after tonight's win by the Golden Knights, 5-4 to four in overtime against the San Jose Sharks. And you know, a good game, a strong game for the Golden Knights. Maybe not their best top to bottom, but a win nonetheless. Let's head out to Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's game. I see Hey Pete, a couple of the players mentioned they wanted to win tonight for Oscar Dance. Can you talk about the work he's done um, going back to the bubble and in practice and on the taxi squad, just putting in the extra work for, for guys to get extra shots and maybe the impact that has on the whole? Yeah, you know, I, I got to know Oscar in the bubble and, uh, you know, he's essentially uh, practiced with us for almost a year uh, in that role. Uh, first guy on the ice every day, stay as long as you want to. Uh, after to work with whoever needs the extra work, never complain, great teammate. So, um, you know, I think the guys wanted to play hard for him and find a way to get a win for him. And, you know, unfortunate bounce there at the end, but uh, guys dug deep and, and, and the most important thing was he found a way to win. We'll turn to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas son. Hey, Pete, you guys, you guys obviously won, so you can – not worry about it too much, but I guess what was going through your mind when that bounced over his over his stick and they tied the game? You know, not not much. Just uh, you know, get get ready to to line up and go back at it. Uh, those things happen, and um, you know, I, I think uh, that's one thing about our group. There's not a lot of panic uh, there on the bench, and um, it was just reset and let's make sure we we get the most important thing, which is the two points here tonight. Next question comes from Ben Goats, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, ben. Hey, Pete. That's the third overtime goal that Max Pacioretty has scored this season. I know he and Mark Stone are two of your best forwards in all situations, but what have you liked specifically about their three-on-three -three game? <clears throat> you know what? I think our group three-on-three, -three, they have a good uh, feel for um, – hanging on to the puck, uh, the possession element of being able to, uh, you know, not uh, force things and outchange the other team, catch them, uh, you know, on, on uh, in some bad situations, either tired or, you know, uh, trying to, to uh, switch uh, defensive responsibilities in their own end. They, they do a good job of creating motion and, and, uh, and having patience uh, in order to, to wait for a hole. 
and and an opportunity. And you know, I think our, our whole group, particularly Patch and Stony, but I think our whole group has been good in overtime in those situations. Next question for Pete goes to Chris Chapman, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Chris, hi Pete. Did that start to the third period kind of go how you drew it up? You get Ryan out there in the meat grinder as he gets the fight, then Tuck scores a goal. Is that kind of how you anticipated that third period starting? <clears throat> yeah, it was. Um, you know, I think we had lost a little bit of momentum, um, and uh, Revo grabbed the momentum back for us. And uh, you know, that's it's probably the toughest job in hockey what he does. And uh, but it was a huge piece of us winning tonight you know that fourth goal obviously was real important uh when you look at, at how the game ended up and um you know he's he's a big part of what we do here we'll go to stormy bonsoni with the vegas golden knights hey, stormy. you've talked a lot about the no panic and confidence that this team has late in games that no matter what they can win just in your experience how rare is that to have in a team night in and night out yeah, it's rare and, and it's not easy to get. I, I think it, you get it through um, experience and leadership and, and guys uh, being comfortable in those situations and not overreacting to them. So, um, and, and we, we have great leadership on that bench and in that room. And I think uh, the young guys that come into those situations just kind of fall in line uh, behind our leaders. Take one final question tonight. That question goes to David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, David. Hi, Pete. In their availability, one of the Sharks players said that Ryan Reese suffered a cut. Uh, can you confirm that, or and just what is the update on him? I, I don't have an update. I, I haven't met with our medical staff yet, um, so I, I don't have an update. Other than you know, it's nothing uh, serious for. For, you know, or, or, or terribly serious for anybody that's really worried about it. He's going to be fine. Pete, thanks for your time tonight. Thank you. That was head coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's postgame interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Welcome back to the AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 5-4 in overtime. The postgame injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights, as we just heard from Pete DeBoer. While no real update on Ryan Reeves and his status for tomorrow's game, uh, Pete did offer a, a brief description saying it's not terribly serious. Whether or not Ryan Reeves is able to go tomorrow, that will be another story. But it doesn't appear to be anything that is going to keep him out if he is out tomorrow longer term. So five to four. Let's get into the highlights. There are plenty of them. A fun game back and forth between Vegas and San Jose. Now, we talked a lot going into this game 
about a ruckus start, some some rough stuff, some fisticuffs maybe, uh, a little bit of a pushback from San Jose who was unhappy with some hits in the first meeting between these two clubs. But it was really the Golden Knights that kind of took all of that away, finding the score sheet early on. Now it's Smith and Marchessault. Drop pass Carlson. In front score! Riley Smith! Zip, zap, zoom into the goal for Riley Smith. What puck movement. one nothing Knights with 14-12 to go in the first. That's Riley Smith from William Carlson and Jonathan Marchessault at 5.48 of the first period to make it one nothing Vegas. Just a minute and 15 seconds later, Chandler Stevenson would add to the lead. Out in front, Stevenson scores! Stone tapped the loose puck to his right, and Chandler Stevenson makes it 2 nothing Vegas. That's Stevenson from Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty at 7.03 of the first period to make it 2 to nothing Vegas. We would head to the second period, Vegas up 2 to nothing, and Max Pacioretty scoring on one of the flukiest goals you're going to see. Martinez finds Pacioretty just joining the play. Point shot, score! It snuck through. Who touched it last? Pacioretty fired, hoping that it would create some havoc in front, but it went all the way through. Pacioretty has the goal, I believe, 3 nothing Knights, three minutes into the second period. Max Pacioretty from Alec Martinez and Ryan Reeves at 2.57 of the second period to make it 3 to nothing Vegas. That goal ended the night for Martin Jones, who was pulled just 2 minutes and 57 seconds into the second period, something that happened quite frank, frequently for Martin Jones against the Golden Knights. On the power play, though, the, go the San Jose Sharks would throw a puck to the net. It looked like it hit the post, but on further review... It's determined a good goal. Still in the zone. Right wing Kane. Now Burns firing. That is stopped. That and the horn. Burns just Burns shot with the net. Yeah. That's Brent Burns from Ryan Donato and Timo Meyer at 6.01 of the second period to make it 3-1 Vegas. Just about six minutes later, the Sharks would pull to within one. Maybe a two-on-one for San Jose. Nieto coming in. He shoots. He scores. Off the post and in for Matt Nieto. A two-on-one breakaway. And the Sharks are within a goal. Three to two nights with 7.17 to go in the second period. Matt Nieto with the goal off of a great pass from Eric Carlson at 12.43 of the second period to make it 3-2 Vegas. Golden Knights leading by a goal, enter the third period. Ryan Reeves, Curtis Gabriel dropped the gloves, and just a few seconds after that fight, Alex Tuck added a goal. And it is Tuck with Colasar and Carrier right now with Reeves in the box. Tuck shoots, he scores! Sweet justice for two nights. Alex Tuck scores 26 seconds into the third. Alex Tuck from William Carrier and Keegan Colazar just 26 seconds into the third period to make it 4-2 Vegas. However, the Sharks would once again cut the lead to within one on a missed goalie interference call. Sharks out with it left to right. In they go. Couture defended by Theodore. Centering. Collision in front. Dansk ends up in the goal. Goal stays on its peg somehow. Point shot. Score! The Sharks answer back. 
That is Logan Couture from Eric Carlson and Kevin LeBanc at 623 of the third period to make it 4-3 to three Vegas. Dansk was interfered with. There was no call, nothing stopping the play. Dansk gets back up, resets, and just is not able to make a play on that Logan Couture shot. However, Oscar Dansk later in the period trying to kill a penalty would make our AAA insurance save of the game. Stevenson plays the body. Haig tries to play the puck. It's out in front. Save! Dansk, a huge stop! Stops Patrick Marlowe. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair, discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. While Oscar Dansk played the hero on this save, a gaffe led to a game-tying goal for the Sharks. Sharks get a clear. It's deflected. It'll bounce in. Dansk will sweep it into the goal. The Sharks have tied it. Dansk tried to leave it in play, and it was swept toward the net. That's Kevin LeBanc from Brent Burns and Logan Couture at 18.53 of the third period. 4-4 four to four the score. The game goes to overtime. Oscar Dansk. Came up big multiple times tonight for the Golden Knights. That's a rough one to give up. However, Max Pacioretty plays the overtime hero again and wins it for the Golden Knights. Ahead to Pacioretty. Works up to the line, into the zone. Dropped it off for Stone. Collision. Petrangelo works through with the puck in front. Shot. Score! Max Pacioretty in overtime. His third overtime winner of the year. Vegas 5, San Jose 4. That's Max Pacioretty from Alex Petrangelo and Mark Stone. One minute, 25 seconds into overtime. 5-4, to four, Vegas is your final. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 5-4 in overtime. No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time after the final buzzer sounds, that's now. Hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com. So, uh, you know, that game was interesting for a number of different reasons. It, it looked like the Golden Knights were kind of going to run away with it. it San Jose get down early and the response that Bob Bugner was looking for not really there to start the game for San Jose I mean they they hit a lot in the in the first period they also didn't play with the puck very much and the Golden Knights were able to get two goals early and then you've got that fluky one from Max Pacioretty in the second period the one that ended the night for Martin Jones and, and Pacioretty saying during an intermission report that he wasn't really trying to score. He was just trying to throw the puck at the net. It ends up going in. 
Not a lot to like there if you're Bob Bugner from Martin Jones. You need better. Devin Dubnik comes into the game, played particularly well. Uh, maybe you want to see a different look from Dubnik on the overtime winner from Pacioretty, but you know when you when you look at the Sharks, it's it's goaltending that just really doesn't come through for them. This is a team that gives up a lot of goals. Their team save percentage not particularly good. Both goaltenders. Their save percentage individually not particularly good. So it, it, it was a tough spot to ask the San Jose Sharks to dig themselves out of a 3 nothing hole. They battle all the way back. They're able to do it. And then it's the Golden Knights, and overtime has been very kind to Vegas so far this season, and you, you make your own luck in this sport. You make your own luck in this game, and uh, the Golden Knights certainly were able to do that in the overtime period, but I don't think it's any coincidence, or at least it shouldn't be any coincidence. Who's on the ice and who's making plays when the game is on the line? Your current captain in Mark Stone, Max Pacioretty, former captain in this league. Alex Petrangelo, former captain in this league. I mean, the Golden Knights, since their inaugural season, have looked to get better and they have looked to gain that game-breaking leadership. And it's no coincidence to me, it's not lost on me in any way, shape, or form, that that's what you lean on in a game like this, where Vegas certainly played well enough to win, and they probably played well enough to win in regulation. And then something happens. Bad play, it's unfortunate, now you've got to dig deep. You've got to go to extra time. You relinquish a point. You might not get two. And what do you rely on? Your leadership. You rely on the guys that have seen it all, that have been through it all. And they come through. And they don't just come through for each other. They come through for Oscar Dansk. Like that goal in overtime was as much to send a message of appreciation to Oscar Dansk as it was to simply win a game. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 5-4 in overtime. 15-4-1. The record through 20 games for Vegas. I mean, that's impressive for a number of different reasons. You can obviously look at the schedule and the two-game sets and how difficult it is to beat the same team twice in a row with any regularity, and yet the Golden Knights are figuring out ways to do it. They get the win tonight with Oscar Dansk in net and have the luxury, the luxury to go to Marc-Andre Fleury tomorrow in the back-to-back -back situation. Bob Bugner started the game with Martin Jones, had to bring Devin Dubnik in. Dubnik got more, more than a full period. I mean, he got nearly two periods of work. If you go back to Dubnik, you, you're 
working on a, a goalie that was expecting to get rest, didn't get it. So a uh, tough spot for San Jose tomorrow. It'll be interesting to see how that game goes. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. It was all Vegas early. 2 nothing lead early on for the Golden Knights. couple goals in a minute 15 seconds. And then Vegas chase Martin Jones from the net early on in the second period. Devin Dubnik comes in, kind of settles things down. The Golden Knights take a bunch of penalties and allow the San Jose Sharks to get back into the game. However, third period, Pete DeBoer talks about uh, not really having the momentum. Ryan Reeves, Curtis Gabriel, they dropped the gloves. It was a spirited bout, too. I mean, it was a long one. Still only counts as one fight, Darren Millard, but it was a long fight. Ryan Reeves got a couple of really good shots at the end of the fight. And then Alex Tuck, about 24 seconds later, skating on the fourth line with Will Carrier and Keaton Colzar, scores goal, 4-2, to two, two-goal lead for Vegas again intact. But, man, you, you got to give it to the San Jose Sharks. They just battled. They just kept battling in this game. Come all the way back, claw all the way back just to get to overtime, and Max Pacioretty plays the hero. So, fun game, entertaining game. I'm curious to see what they have in store tomorrow. These two teams go again tomorrow night at 7.30, pregame show at 6.30. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance postgame show. Extended postgame show is next right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights, all they do is win hockey games these days. 20 games played, 15 wins. That's pretty good. Got to like that if you're a Golden Knights fan. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us here. Spent a, a great deal of my evening arguing about penalties and penalties that weren't called and penalties that should have been called. And If you want to call in and tell me I'm wrong about penalties, that's totally fine. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Anyway, the Golden Knights defeat San Jose 5-4 in overtime. 702-876-1340, that's the number. Give me a call. I want to talk. Terry, you're up. Hey, what's going on? Um, I've called the show before and said what I'm about ready to say. Um, I was in and out of both the Silver Knights and Golden Knights games uh, throughout the night, and Man, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, it was so exciting. The ending for both of these games, the way it went. But talking about the Golden Knights, um, honestly, I felt like at 3 to nothing, I wasn't, like, really as confident or comfortable, you know, as if um, we were at home 
as if we had maybe had Flurry in that. Dance did a good job, not a knock on him. But at 3 nothing, I wasn't feeling quite as confident. And I, was, I wasn't really surprised about a comeback. I just didn't know to what extent it would be. And, of course, the Sharks changed goalies. And a lot of times that will change the flow of the game and everything. When a team, you know, it just seems like the next goalie comes in. It just always seems like he does better, but it just – it's just it wasn't the other guy's night, you know. I mean, I'm not talking about just Martin Jones. I'm just saying in general. But um, later in the game, when the Sharks tied it, I started thinking, man, I just hope we can get this to overtime. We're on the road. At least get a point, you know, because I was like, I, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm, uh, did we let it slip away? Is this not our night? Uh, at least get a point out of this. And here comes Max Patch ready. And I'll tell you, every night, Every every night, man, somebody different. Chandler Stevenson, William Carlson. I mean, this team is just stacked, man. It's just veterans, you know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just fired up. I know I'm probably getting a little bit excited here, but um, yeah, you know, it's just like veterans that are in their prime. I think some of them they're playing with a chip on their shoulder because the Knights aren't a very old organization, and I think these players have memories of when they were playing elsewhere and when they're around the league, and they're like. Yeah, I want to get them, you know, or I want to get, you know, I, I just feel like I got something to prove. Nobody will probably say that, but I think they're kind of feeling that. And I think I'll leave you on that note. But I love the show. Go Knights! Thanks, as always, for the call, Terry. Uh, I mean, there's a lot to kind of unpack there, right? Uh, you look at the Golden Knights, and this wasn't necessarily uh, Bob Ross or uh, probably not a wine and paint, but... You know, somewhere in the in the ink blot to finger paint category in our Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show uh, rankings of these games, but you know, like for me, it's all about finding ways to win. And this was an opportunity for the Golden Knights to go into San Jose on the front half of a back-to-back, resting Mark Andre Fleury, knowing that if you get the win tonight, that sets you up immensely to try and pull the sweep on San Jose tomorrow because you have the luxury as Vegas of going to Marc-Andre Fleury, who has been one of the best statistical goaltenders this season. Like You're going to take that trade off all day long. So whether or not the Golden Knights were able to win this game 3 to nothing, or 7-1 to one, or 9-4, to four, It didn't really matter so long as they got two points because that sets them up for tomorrow. The way that Pete DeBoer went about this is fantastic. You you know what you get night in and night out with Marc-Andre Fleury. You want to set yourself up for the best possible chance to finish this series strong. And you take a chance. On, on Oscar Dansk. He came in, he played well. There were big saves that Oscar Dansk made, and I know it's going to be easy to kind of look at the gaff and be like, oh, man, that's a tough one. But you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because the Golden Knights got two points, and if you want to sit there and complain about giving up a point to San Jose, it's not going to make a difference at the end of the year. 702-876-1340 is the number. We go to Mike next. Mike, you're up. You, you're absolutely right about it isn't going to make any difference to give up a point to uh, the San Jose Sharks, obviously, but it 
would make a difference if you start giving up points to people like Colorado and St. Louis and Minnesota. So it's just not not something you want to get. Obviously, we're excited about the win. You just don't want to get too over-enamored about a victory that you had sewed up the entire way until the very end. Uh, also, you might want to add Jackson Pollock painting to your <laughs> list because that was an ugly win, but pretty in the long run. I mean, yeah, you're right, Mike. Like, you don't necessarily want to make a habit of having to go to overtime when it appears you should win in regulation. But when you look at Oscar Dansk not playing an NHL game uh, since October of 2019, I think you'll take the two, po- the two points regardless of the outcome. No, I agree with you there. The, what, I, what I will have to just press one more point, that is the sloppiest I've seen the guys play this entire season it had nothing to do with Dansk, but there was a lot of mistakes and miscues and turnovers. That's got to stop in the long run, I think. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, and thanks for the call, Mike. Like, I, this was a game in which I, I think you you look at the San Jose Sharks, and from a from a message standpoint, I, I think this is a good game for San Jose. Like, they pushed back and. And that's really what Bob Bugner was hoping for. That's what he was looking for from his club. And in fairness, the Golden Knights really allowed San Jose to get back into this game in the second period. But all the credit in the world goes to the San Jose Sharks for taking advantage of those opportunities, for scoring on the power play, wrestling momentum back, and really making a game out of this when it didn't didn't look like it was going to be one. And the Golden Knights are going to have to tune that up as they move along through this schedule. It's the beginning It's the beginning of a six-game road trip for the Golden Knights. Two points is two points. That's really what's at stake every single night for the Golden Knights. Um, I'm not terribly concerned right now with how they're getting them, especially when you spot in some rest for Marc-Andre Fleury. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone line. Stephanie, you're up. Hey, so that was some kind of game. Uh, but my, my concern, not concern, I guess, my biggest question is who do you think they are going to start? Do you think they're, um, San Jose is going to start tomorrow? And how much of a difference is that going to make? And after you know, fighting back and losing in overtime, combined with their last, uh, San Jose's last outing was a four to zero shutout, I believe, against the um, they lost the Avalanche. Do you think that we're going to see like just a really like desperate, angry team, or do you think that getting Flurry back in there and putting the pedal to the metal that we're going to? What do you think? Uh, yeah, Stephanie. I, I mean, I think getting Mark Andre Flurry in tomorrow is advantage for the Vegas Golden Knights. Like you look at his numbers, especially against San Jose. This is a guy that just thrives on on playing this team, and he's also been fantastic this year. Uh, as far as who I think San Jose goes to, if I'm looking at this game, it's Devin Dubnik. He was much better, more do- more locked in than uh, than Martin Jones at any point in the game tonight. I think if you want to give yourself the best chance to win, you go to Dubnik tomorrow. Thanks for the call, Stephanie. 702-876-1340 is the number. We're taking more of your calls next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat San Jose in overtime 5-4. to 15-4-1 on the season for Vegas. Looking to get another win tomorrow against San Jose. What do we see in that game? I mean, this one had everything, right? This one had a lot of goals. It had um, solid tilt between Ryan Reeves and Curtis Gabriel. Obviously, Reeves and Gabriel get tangled up later in the period. Gabriel's skate comes up, catches Reeves in the leg, and Reeves didn't play the rest of the game. Uh, Had to be helped to the back, so... Uh, update from Pete DeBoer on that front is that there isn't much of an update. However, it doesn't appear to be anything really serious. So we'll hopefully get an update on Ryan Reeves tomorrow, whether or not he'll be able to play for the Golden Knights. That's something that we'll keep an eye on because, you know, again, this entire set between Vegas and San Jose was about sending a message. It was about the San Jose Sharks responding. It was about Bob Bugner looking at his team and saying, I need more. Go out. Show it. And, you know, they don't get the win. They get a point. They don't get the win. But I, I think that that game today was a step in the right direction for the San Jose Sharks. There was every reason in the world for San Jose to pack this one in at 3 nothing, There was every reason in the world to just go through the motions as soon as Martin Jones was pulled and make this one a tidy one. San Jose didn't do that. And you know what? I, I think you've got to tip your cap to the Sharks for really pushing this game as far as they could. From a talent perspective, the Golden Knights are opportunistic. They are very, very deep and very, very good. And the Golden Knights got some depth contributions. You get some points from Will Carrier. You got a point from Ryan Reeves. You got a point from Keegan Colazar. You get a point from every single member of your fourth line in this game. That is good. That is a positive, net positive for the Golden Knights. You give up a power play goal. Not necessarily something that you want, but that's a really good shot from Brent Burns. And you win this game with Oscar Dansk. Like, if, if we're sitting here, and I'm going to go, I'm going to recall Mike's call earlier on in the show because I, I understand where Mike's coming from, and I don't disagree with him. Like, if this exact game plays out, and it's Marc-Andre Fleury in net or Robin Leonard in net, I don't think there's that same, what's the word? I, I don't think that you're that happy about the game. Like, I don't think you sit there and you celebrate the two points. Like, you're happy with it. You're content with it. You're glad. It's certainly better than no points or just one point. But I think the circumstance surrounding it being Oscar Dansk, his first game in a long, long time at the NHL level, understanding that mistakes are going to happen, that even the best goaltenders in the world have gaffes like Oscar Dansk had in that third period. And mind you, 
And it's always unfortunate how it ends up happening. But Oscar Dansk makes the AAA insurance save of the game. And then five minutes later, misplays a puck that leads to the game-tying goal. Like, he still made saves in this game. He still made saves in this game. Though I do agree with Mike. It was relatively sloppy. Like, after a certain point, like once San Jose kind of got their bearings and, and get back into the game in the second period, like there was a little bit of, of you know, just not exactly high-level execution from the Golden Knights. But that was present throughout the majority of the game. Vegas is just that much better. They're just deeper and more talented than San Jose and sometimes you can be up 3-0 in a game where you're not necessarily dominating everywhere you just capitalize that's what Vegas did early in this game I look at San Jose there's a lot to like about this game there are some building blocks that you can use in this game to feel good about tomorrow but the daunting the daunting nature of tomorrow's game if you're the San Jose Sharks is you know you've got Marc-Andre Fleury. Like, if you have this game, and it's Marc-Andre Fleury in net, and you can look at tomorrow and say, well, we've got Oscar Dansk. That's a real chance for us. Pete DeBoer's taking that away. He's taking it away. And that's an advantage, a real advantage, for the Golden Knights as they go into the game tomorrow night against San Jose. 5-4 5-4 to four the final in overtime. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks. We're back with more on the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join me here. We can debate goaltender interference if you'd like. There was some pushback on the San Jose Sharks' third goal of the game. It was Logan Couture's goal. Oscar Dance gets run into, falls down, gets back up, resets, is able to get square, to that Logan Couture shot, and it goes in. Gets knocked down, gets back up, resets, and is able to make a play on the puck. While you can argue that it was goalie interference and that there should have been a penalty called, there was not. Because I'm assuming it was ruled incidental contact. You can interfere with the goaltender and it not be a penalty it wasn't the case here and you know we go back to goalie interference calls we go back to goalie interference challenges and the Montreal Canadiens the Ottawa Senators had a a pretty big one about a week ago Montreal scores Matt Murray gets run into takes him a long time to get up Takes them a long time to reset. And because of that, goal doesn't count. So here's the angle that I'm taking on this. Oscar Dansk is not 
a seasoned NHL veteran. Oscar Dansk, in that moment, is thinking about one thing and one thing only. That is get back up, reset, and try to make a save. And so what ends up happening is sometimes goalies that are seasoned NHL veterans, sometimes goalies that have been around the block a couple hundred times, or in the case of Matt Murray, sometimes goaltenders that win two Stanley Cups as a rookie, uh, figure out how to get calls. Sometimes they figure out how to milk that reset period for all it's worth, and sometimes they end up working. Sometimes it just works. Now, if Oscar Dansk was a little slower to get up, if Oscar Dansk was a little slower to reset, then I think there's a legitimate case that the Golden Knights could have challenged that for goaltender interference. But because Oscar Dansk was able to get up, because he wanted to make a play on the puck, because he got himself into a position where he could do so, that wipes that out. I mean, it's a goal. And, like, beyond any of that, it's, it's not a situation where you challenge it. The Golden Knights didn't challenge it. It wasn't called. You can't change it. You just have to play on. And so, you know, they do. And unfortunately, Oscar Dansk, there's a gaffe. But fortunately for the Golden Knights, Max Pacioretty off of a great feed from Alex Petrangelo ends the game in overtime, and it's not a big deal. Much ado about nothing. We all go home happy. Well, all of us that aren't San Jose Sharks fans, because San Jose probably not too happy with this game, though I'd argue if you're a fan of the Sharks, you should be happy with this game because this was a pushback effort from the San Jose Sharks. We're back to wrap it up here on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. 5-4, the final in overtime. Max Pacioretty, the overtime winner. Again. Strong season for Max Pacioretty. Strong season for the Golden Knights. 15-4-1, tops in the division. This is a team that is finding ways to win when they have their best effort. They're finding ways to win when their game isn't necessarily as crisp as they would like it to be. And that, to me, is a sign of a, a very good hockey team. You're not going to win every game exactly the way that you draw it up. Sometimes it's not going to be very pretty. I would argue that tonight's game kind of fits that bill. While Vegas did have a 3-0 lead, it wasn't like they were dominating the run of play. San Jose did, did get back into this game in the second period, and a lot of that had to do with the Golden Knights taking some penalties and kind of opening the door for the Sharks. Looked like early in that third period on the heels of that Alex Tuck goal, Vegas was going to be able to clamp it down in much the same way we saw them 
kind of bend but not break against Minnesota on Wednesday, it just wasn't the case. And I think a big part of that is because, you know, you, you bend and you don't break with Marc-Andre Fleury. You bend and break a little bit with Oscar Dansk. But I'll tell you this, Oscar Dansk made some huge saves in that third period and deserves a lot of the credit for the Golden Knights getting the win tonight and setting themselves up for a really, really strong effort tomorrow with Marc-Andre Fleury as they look to sweep this set against the San Jose Sharks. That game will go at 7.30 tomorrow. Pre-game will start at 6.30 right here. Thanks to Jeff Rubino for turning the knobs and making me sound like I know what I t- I, like I know what I'm talking about. I can't even say it. It's ridiculous. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio. Thanks to you all for listening. Though I'm a little bummed nobody called in and yelled at me about goalie interference. Maybe tomorrow another opportunity will get it. Either way, the Golden Knights win 5-4, 15-4-1 on the season. See you guys tomorrow right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.